No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. I'm not trying to predict anything. I'm just saying that what? the dog is going to get up on the couch <laughs> and he's going to knock the camera over. Uh, he looks pretty calm and chill to me. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Dogs hey. are chilling. Welcome, hey now. welcome to this thing that we just decided to do. Yeah, yeah, we just today we just decided we we're going to do it and set everything up. <laughs> and uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a no simple road, but like you can see us. No it's different than road. the other kind of no simple road. You didn't get like the intro music and like eight and a half minutes of commercials. You got just 
our mugs. Yeah, there it is. This yeah. is what we look like, by Yay. the way. Hey, hello. This is Aaron. Everybody. What's uh, up, everybody? And Apple. <laughs> we did it. And we got Bryce working the yeah. comments and controls over there. So, uh, yeah, if you're watching the live stream, you can, uh, you know, comment and all that stuff. We also have a couple dogs in the room. Yeah. Oh, you you shit. may or may not hear them or get a chance to see them, but we've got Darwin, which our listeners know Darwin from Darwin's part being of the, with show. the show. And then Leah is visiting today. That's right. I wish you guys could see Leah. She yeah, is maybe at some point we'll pick Leia up and, and show her. Yeah, she's sitting mother. right by my feet, but she's short <laughs> enough to be out of the camera. <laughs> so listen. Um well first, thanks for being here um on our first live stream, everybody. I mean, once you get there, I don't think anybody's yeah, here. Yeah, nobody's yet, here but, yet. We're just gonna, that's fine. We're, we're just hang talking out. to nobody right now. Yeah, but. we're gonna wait until there's somebody to talk somebody to, to talk to. Well, actually, we are good at talking yeah. to ourselves. We can talk and talk then, to ourselves. Yeah, I Apple actually uh -oh. talks to himself. I do talk to myself a lot. all the time. All the time. So what we were thinking is since this is our like first foray into the live stream world that uh, we would kind of reintroduce ourselves and tell you a little bit about No Simple Road and how it got started. And uh, what was what was your thing, Mel? Like, well, I, you know, we were talking about like what would be a good idea for the live stream and what we um, you know, what kind of topics or whatever. And I was like, well, the people who have been listening to the show, they know our faces and they know our voices, but maybe people that haven't tuned in before were just random three people that are on the screen and they're like, What <laughs> who gives what, a shit? Who, who are, are these, these people? people? What the hell's no simple road? And so I was like, it'd just be a really good opportunity to kind of like talk about where the show has gone since its inception and, and to talk about the inception of the show and who the heck we are um, just so that everybody can kind of be on our same page and see what's up. I like that word inception. Yeah. It's like a dream within a dream. Well, no, you know what this no simple road started almost five years ago, like in July, July 22nd. Yeah, which is so well done. Apple. Like 1917. <laughs> 2017. Back in 1917. Yeah, I just went back Apple. a century. Well, wow. one, of the, one of the cool things about this is that um, our son was kind of the reason how we started, but then on our daughter's birthday is when the episode came out. Oh, that's true. So I yeah. always think about that, that our kids really have a huge well, part to wait, do with this. That's not true. Why? The first episode was recorded on Sid's birthday. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so, released. Uh, okay. Went it on air released, on July yeah. 22nd. So like Mel was saying, our son bought us, bought me a, like a, one of those snowball USB microphones. <laughs> this is what, what it, that it, is. Yeah, it's, it's this, this big. <laughs> Sign language for snowball microphones. And uh, he was like, dad, you guys are always talking about music and the Grateful Dead. You should start a podcast. And I had thrown around the idea of, starting a podcast years ago but i don't know i just never got around to it and then well, we had a, such a busy life up until that point you were going to school yeah. we were in the process of moving like, getting settled in yeah we had so much going on and it just seemed like that was an excellent opportunity we were new to portland we hadn't really like gathered too many hobbies or too many friends yet and when you put it out it started something but it kind of like prior to that we were still kind of settling in yeah and i wasn't really sure what to do at first like there was no grand plan in my head i just sat down on our porch like with the mic clamped to the table outside and recorded the story of going to my first grateful dead show and what um, made you think to do that 
Wow, that's a I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like you could have been like, I'm a father of two. That's boring. And, or you <laughs> I freaking I don't know. My dad was a producer. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could have gone through yeah. so many different angles because you've had led a very interesting life up until that point. Well, I mean, when Simon gave him the microphone, he kind of did give him direction by saying, You guys sit out there and talk about mm-hmm. music and stuff you love so much all the time. You should record it. Yeah. Even if not, I think he even said that even if not to put out, but like for yourselves, like to listen back to. Yeah. And I and think capture. too, like <clears throat> the subject of my first Grateful Dead show, to me, it's one of the most impactful moments of my life. That's like a seminal part of developing who I am. And it just to me, it made the most sense to talk about that. You know what okay. I mean? And so I um, recorded that and sat on it. I was totally scared to release it. Like I had never shared any of my trip with anybody. Like it was a hundred percent all private. Only my family knew that stuff. And it was a big deal to put that out. And I sat on it for a while. And then finally at what Apple says on the 22nd, yeah. um, I decided to do it. I, and I knew nothing about like, podcast hosting and like sound working with sound and any of that shit and went ahead and put it out man and (laughs) this whole thing started like apple was reminding me this morning within six months so like the first episode was just me and then i think the second one and it was me and me and you and then me and app or me and mel and then like our daughter's boyfriend and random friends in the first few episodes and then like 10 episodes in or something duncan trussell came on yeah and um then after that like within six months oteal we booked oteal for the show yeah that was our christmas episode 2017 yeah which think about that july to december and we're getting top tier performers mm -hmm. people that we look up to so much within literally within six months yeah, it's crazy. And that, and that was a lesson because I remember Aaron, you reached out to Oteil on DM through, <laughs> you, you, I mean, through yeah. Instagram. And all of a sudden, he's like, Well, what's it going to hurt? We learned that was a lesson right away. We learned early on. Never hurts to ask. No. Heck yeah. So, and, and so many connections have been made through just DMing artists. And they, surprisingly, they're manning their own Instagram, most of them. And they, most of them, and, yeah. And they reply. Well, it's and, hard to have someone other than yourself man a personal Instagram. Yeah. Think about that because you'd have to have somebody oh, with no, you 24 7 to be like, okay, here's my cup of coffee in the morning. Like they're not seeing everything that you're seeing and they're not thinking everything that you're thinking. Mm. So you'd have to literally be like, post that right now or take a picture <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> hurry up, man. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but it's not I, that one. I wanted to say one thing about the O'Teal thing because. That was back in 2017. Um, Aaron and I found out that he was uh, agreed to be on the show mm. on our 20th anniversary. Yeah. We were celebrating our 20th anniversary. We were in Bend, was it? Or mm-hmm. we, yeah, yeah, we were in Bend and in this amazing freaking room with a jacuzzi out looking the mountains. Like it was great. And then Aaron gets this freaking DM from O'Teal and is like, Holy shit! What do I do? Like freaking I my hands. out. He was freaking out, and I, I was just like, "Say yes! Like, come on! Like, no big deal." But it was a big deal, mm. and that 
I think that I, I only bring that point up because a lot of things with No Simple Road have happened on special days. Like I was saying, like mm. your Father's Day with Simon and then the recording day with Sid on her birthday and then our anniversary with O'Teal. And I think we just owe O'Teal a really great, you know, debt of gratitude for, real, though. Yes. for agreeing to do something when it was such a, you know, in its infancy. Yeah. And now he's got his own podcast and is doing great. But like up until then, podcast, I mean, 2017, if you just think about that, um, however many years ago, almost six years ago, like it was popular, but not as popular as it is right now. I beg to differ. You, me and Apple and Aaron had all this. I beg to differ on this, man. I, you guys just weren't plugged into what was going on with podcasting then. It was huge and super popular. But not everybody cared to do that or do one. No, no. It, that's what it, I'm no, saying. No, everybody and their the mom hadn't started a that's podcast. That's what I'm saying. Yet. Popularity changed. Like it was happening, but it wasn't as popular until, I don't know, maybe even five years ago it started getting really popular. So seven years, maybe. Anyway, the years don't matter. I just, my point is. <laughs> they all combine. Yeah, they do combine. <laughs> um, no Simple Road has just been very. Um, pivotal in our personal life and in creating a life for a lot of other people well what what slowly started to happen with the show was like the line between our day-to-day and no simple road at least for me real early on started to get super blurry like who we are on the podcast is who we are in life it's all about the stuff that we love and the shit that we're into and booking the show, making the logos, editing all the things that go into making a podcast like that quickly became all that I was fucking doing. And it, it's all we talk about at the dinner table. It yeah. was and it, it was kind of all consuming at a, a, cer- a certain point. And yeah. the show and, and not bad or good no. it just was like holy shit this is like happening yeah and i think there's <laughs> and the a, it nobody knew what it was <laughs> there's a misconception with like um at least for me with other podcasts that have gotten popular to think that like that was always the the plan do you know what I mean? Like when they started that, the goal is to have a super yeah, sponsors yeah. and like flying yeah, so here the, and there. It, that was never <laughs> yeah. the the goal with this, at well, least at first. Well, was there a goal? No, it not was at first, not no. at first. Okay. No. And, and, not for and a while. to be honest, like in well, thinking about it now, I don't know that there's a, a goal now. Well, well, I remember one of our goals that we kind of threw out there at first as i remember me and aaron were talking on the patio it was was wouldn't it be cool if we have a podcast that's doing good enough that we get to go see shows that we we get to go see more shows and everything which is funny now you know now we're at the point where we we get put on a lot of guest lists and stuff but, but for the best part we pay yeah, because we are in yeah. totally well, into supporting the support artists. The musicians. But that was one of the, it was like, how cool would that be that we, you know, get invited to shows? And that started happening. And that was like, wow, that that was amazing. That was amazing. And that, that was like kind of a goal at first. Like, did you what if we get to that point? Apple, did you have a point where when the show maybe started to pick up that like was pivotal for you? Like that you were like, oh, shit, this is, you know, happening I, or whatever. Like, uh, well, whatever that, I would definitely say what, the that happened early on with the O'Teal 
Okay. Thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, till when we for because I was a big score at first. Like we expected, like okay, you're gonna ask, and you know we're all used to. We're older. We're used to rejection. You're older. Well, well, <laughs> hey, I, well I am older. Twenty, dude. <laughs> but but it was like okay, you know, ready to be rejected, and then, then that happened. And then, like this morning, I was looking through older episodes. And then once O'Teal started, then it, then we started getting authors like Jason Louv and other people, and Greg Carlwood. And then it really started becoming a whole bunch of other guests in all different arts and formats, yeah, and, and stuff. And then, and then the thing I love too is to this day we've also kept in there. I mean, we have big artists on and stuff, but also one of our funnest focuses is you know up and coming bands yeah younger people like like just the the whole community thing is what it's become all that, about that's that's where i was going with the whole monologue thing was like once the show got rolling and we started doing it weekly and it became like what we do on the weekends we were going to shows and then recapping the shows that we were going to and like it encompassed everything what started happening outside of that was a community of listeners started growing. Yeah. And it was this byproduct of just doing the show. It was really kind of beautiful and weird. And to this day, like beautiful and weird. I like, that. yeah. And well, it's like all of us and <laughs> Bryce sitting here doing manning the comments and switching and stuff like, we met Bryce because of No Simple Road. Yeah. All of our best friends yes. that we have now are all directly related somehow to no or Simple another Road. to No Simple Road. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And I never thought, like, I never thought that could be a possibility. It never even entered my my mind. Yeah, well, like we manifested an entire friend and family group people that can like watch our dog people that will go on vacation with us people that we have over for family at dinners like it quickly became something that like it enriched our lives in ways that we never i never expected no me either. yeah well i was trying to remember earlier today too like like we always do it to this day like anybody that's a listener or an artist that's been on the show or something we invite them over that started happening pretty early in like 2018. I can't remember who it was that first came, stayed with us, but we've had a lot of listeners come yeah. and spend the weekend with us, spend time. You're all invited. Here. Come on. It's fine. Yeah. And, and come you on. know, bands and everything. And that it is so fun to do that, to also be as no simple road hosts, hosts and hostess to these people that are part of our community. Yeah. Well, like that was one of our when we um, initially moved from Vegas to Portland, one of our like big, you know, five, 10 year goals was to five year plan. Yeah, it was to live in a communal setting um, and to have a place where people could come, whether it be like a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb. Sounds like a bunch of hippies. But more than just that, it was like (laughs) having space for art and music and like interactive stuff. If you wanted to like cook dinner, if you wanted like all these different things. And so it was going to be a a family in the, you know, capital F sense of the word, where if you were at the property or if you were with us, you're part of it. You're part of our crew. You're part of, you know, what we're doing. And even though we haven't reached that status to where we have like our own property not yet. Yeah. We just haven't, we're, we're, it's there. It's just not, we're, we're still here. This house has afforded us um, the opportunity to bring people in. Like we had 
of Apollo Sons, which is, I mean, we, there was six members of them um, staying with us. And it was incredible. The amount of space that we had, the fun that we had, they set up their entire rehearsal up in our um, uh, living room. And we had space for everything. And we had dinners. And to me, that's giving back to the musical community. Mm. Like, that's what we've always, you know, I'll take that always back. Once we started to do this and it started to roll and we started to hear the stories of like being on the road and how much money that you're not making or how tired they are or how shitty they have to eat that then it quickly became something like we want to do something. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just like, if you're stopping in Portland, we have some dog issues going on guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the live stream. Yeah, not not issues, but like, um, once we start, once that started to happen and we started to really see behind the red carpet, you know, of the, you know, touring scene it became very evident that we wanted to be part of the rest and relaxation on the road you know yeah and you know come over hang out chill out and then go do your thing go do your show and at least when you were you know midway through your tour you stopped in portland you had a fucking great time yeah so you know if you if you just started listening to the show or you're just seeing us on for the first time like this isn't a fully fleshed out machine that you see running here like this is what you're seeing is and hearing on the show is our life happening like in real time yeah and and uh it's bit like i've done a lot of shit in my life i've i've worked in television i went to school for surgical assistant i drove limos i worked in telecommunications i worked in restaurants i've fucking you name it i've done it and like I never thought that all the shit that I did in my life could come together and be one cohesive thing. Like <laughs> my whole life I had been training for it's no simple road. Or, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy when you find your special purpose <laughs> um, because I like, I remember Aaron, like, he's always worn very many hats. Like I'm not wearing a hat now. Not right now. I told him not to <laughs> wear a hat shower. today. But um, no, like you've always done so many things. Like I'm always the one that's accused of fucking being all over the place and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But you have so many different skills that you do the same thing just in your own way. You're like the tech guy, but you're also like fucking emailing the artist back and then you're conducting the interview and then you're putting out the graphics and like just those four things right there. That's a whole team of people that we can involve. I in wish. And you're, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot and of you're, I could use but, a whole team. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of different, uh, you know, people that can be like, okay, we have the host here. All right. We've got our, our tech guy. If anything goes wrong. All right. We've got our publicist so that we, and we don't have none of that shit. Mm-mm. All three of us are all of yeah. it. And Aaron's 80% and then mm. Aaron and well, and that's, I, I've gotten a little more percentage. That's but. the other thing too, is like at first, I remember there was a day we were all out on the porch together. It was like midsummer, maybe a year after we started the show. And we were out there like normal, just like listening to music on a Friday or Saturday. And um, we, I wanted to tell these guys, like I had had an epiphany and I was like, I, <laughs> this I, is great. I want to do no simple road full time, but I didn't know how to tell them. I was like kind of scared and like, 
you know when you say some shit then then it means oh, that yeah. it's out there and you can't take <laughs> a there, shit yeah. back and like i i was sitting there and i turned down the music and i'm like i i gotta talk to you guys i gotta tell you something man. you could like read it all over his face too he looked like <laughs> something was like eating him up inside bum, bum, bum. <laughs> i have cancer no and uh i was like i know what i want to do with the rest of my life and they're like what i was like i I really want to do no simple road from now on as, as like my job, I want to do it full time. And they were like, so nonplussed by what I had. I just dropped this like huge heart opening life altering thing that I had. It was like nervous and planning to tell you all week. And you guys were like, well, yeah, huh? yep. figured that's what you were going to do anyway. Why are you saying Duh. that? It seemed very oh. evident that that's where it was going. And it just your declaration seemed like two days to, to like <laughs> like late like what we already knew that what are you talking as about? i'm skateboarding i'm like i'm gonna learn how to skateboard yeah you're, dude, like, you're doing that already yeah so it became everything for us and and like i said well, it is yeah still. and the community was the thing that like really made it amazing was the people that we were meeting at shows and like the emails that we were getting from listeners and and just all of it became and has become the most wonderful part of everything yeah. for us and so then <laughs> so then. so then what had happened was what we, happened we <laughs> hooked up with osiris media and um became part of a network which was like i remember listening to duncan trussell and he was on uh, star Ah, shit, I forget the name of the network. Anyway, Star Band or something like that. And I thought, on network. how cool that a podcast has networks and like they, they work and that's just beyond reach. Like we'll never, that'll never happen to us. And then lo and behold, here we are, part of Osiris Media, which is like the podcast network for the whole jam community, you know? Yeah. And that was a, my and then i remember being like it would be so cool if we could have sponsors like the other big podcasts have and lo and behold boom now we got sponsors and like it just started picking up and well you know just going to that sponsor part because you did you were like oh it'd be cool if we have sponsors and then you went and reached out to shop tour bus which shop tour bus is still a lot our longest standing sponsor we love them to death and they have the most amazing uh, merch, uh, Grateful Dead inspired merch. We'll have a wardrobe with their stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I was actually going to wear one, but I thought I'd sport. This our is no the part of Wayne's world when they hold up the Pepsi. <laughs> yes. Cup. Well, but it was just kind of amazing how you reached out to them. You sent them an email because you were really impressed by the, what they were doing. The they weren't just making well, I mean, and the t-shirts. Shirts. Yeah, they weren't just making T-shirts and sending it. They were creating something fun. They were putting love into it. Yeah, them. they were putting something that, quite frankly, we'd never seen before. It was something very special. And so reaching out to them and trying to find, um, you know, find, a, hey, do you want to be our sponsor? Like, mm -hmm. that started to legitimize the show in my eyes because it was like, oh, shit, someone's giving us money. <laughs> like, yeah. no matter how much it was yeah. or how little it was, it was like, we're getting money now. And now we have to, like, say something like before we could just like get on and just talk and it was no big deal but now we actually have to be like hey no simple or no shop, shop tour bus is our sponsor and this is our discount code and 
it started to like really wake me up from we're just having fun with it because for for me I was just thinking that it was just a fun thing a to hobby. do. Well, it yeah. was at first. It was just a fun thing it, to do. But on it the was like that for me for quite a while. It was cute. Yeah. yeah stop being cute a, few a while. Friends yeah, it was and cute. Stuff. And I was like proud of Aaron. <laughs> like, oh, he's doing this cute stuff and he's reaching out to fun people and we're learning about new music. Like, yay. And, and, and then, <laughs> well, and then back up a sec too. Uh, one of the big things we owe a great debt of gratitude to is Jonathan Hart from yes. Broke Down Podcast. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Because we are all, I, I was not listening to, I was not listening to any podcasts at the beginning when we started. Aaron was. And then he got me to listen to that because what Jonathan did is amazing and his podcast is still going strong on our network. But he, I mean, we had him on the show pretty early on. And then next thing you know, he had put a word in for us with Osiris and that's how that all came about. Yeah. It, it, it's like Mel was saying, a lot of the things that have, hap have happened with the show have been synchronicities or like mm -hmm. magical moments of things that you just do what? And like, that theme has carried through until this. I mean, including yeah, this. Yeah. This it hasn't stopped. You should say because yeah. So you know, with with media the way it is right now, like yeah, people want their podcast. They want to be able to listen to their podcast, but they also want to see and be able to interact with with their hosts and stuff like that. And like this was the next logical step was stepping into the live stream world and and. uh it's funny because I'll just, I'll just tell you guys. I mean, what we got time, right? You guys hanging out. <laughs> we got time. I'll tell you tell you the story how this happened. So, um, Danny actually was a guest on our show, like three or four or five episodes in. He was one of the first people to ever come on No Simple Road. Episode five. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we haven't seen Danny in a while. And Danny, then you moved back to Jersey for a while, yeah. came back. Aaron, um, Apple and I knew Danny from the cannabis industry. Apple and you. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm so, yeah, sorry. Apple and I. And so he was just a good friend <laughs> and <laughs> interchangeable. Uh, whatever. Hey, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I shouldn't even correct you. <laughs> you just let it happen. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's how Danny came to be. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> excuse me. Um Danny hit me up on Instagram and was like, Hey man, I haven't seen you guys in a while. You guys, is it cool if I come over the house? I want to hang out. And so we had Danny over and the whole time Danny was here, he's just like pitching live streaming to us. He's like specifically Twitch. Yeah. But he's like, you guys need to be live streaming on Twitch. You, it's telling you it's another way for you guys to interact with your community. It's, it would be so huge for you guys. And we were all like, Oh yeah, like that sounds cool. Whatever. <clears throat> and who was this what was the second one well danny came and then um our great oh, friend oh, dan, dan. Yeah. um our daughter's friend uh videographer family member like he's dan is a, has a special place in my heart specifically because he's like sid's like older brother slash uncle slash cousin that loves sid and appreciates her beauty from a artistic standpoint and they have such great collaborations and mm -hmm. it, it's just they're amazing and he's taken the best family photo that we've ever had um, I, I wish i man i wish i would have had had it like queued up and ready to go yeah because it, it's it's worth everything but anyway so dan happened to be in town visiting his family in portland just a week or a few days after danny's visit and he came and started talking about his you know he had bought some new gear for his um 
drone for his drone and a new lens and all this. And then started talking about a project that he has going on for YouTube. And he's like, you guys, you guys need to be live. Now, these two people, mind you, do not know they each other. No, they have no yes, clue who they, they each other are. Danny, Danny and Dan. You yeah. guys need to be live streaming, man. Like it's it's the next logical step for No Simple Road. You can get engaged with your community. It'll be great. OK, cool. So I'm like, that's two in the back of my head. The universe is like, hey, Aaron, you guys need to be live streaming. And I was like, all right, I'm listening, whatever. It's a lot of money for the equipment and whatever. <laughs> So then we have a, a call scheduled a couple of days after that with Osiris Media just to like, you know, a quarterly check-in call or whatever. And we get on the call and they're like, we want you guys, we think you guys should be live streaming. So <laughs> it's the next logical step for you. And every one of the people that said, said that we should be live streaming said those words. It's the next logical step for you guys. At that point, you can't. It's like, I don't know. Send me a sign. Yeah. It's like, uh, you just had three. Okay? Yeah. So I feel like, there was, well, no, I feel like there was more than that. I can't remember now, but it really is like I, first of all, on a personal note, I always loved having the audio aspect of it because you could they, be anonymous behind the mic in yes, your jammies. Yes, we have did some amazing podcasts looking tore up, and nobody would ever have known it. <laughs> well, no, especially like, on the porch, on the porch, it's true. out there like, all bundled all up, headed. Yes. two days or day after a show when Absolutely. you're spun with coffee and a cigarette. Like, and uh. I love that anonymity. <laughs> it never bothered me. Like you know, I I had a harder time like jumping on the. I guess on the podcast market, because I, if it's, if it, if we weren't the subject of like no simple road, I think maybe I would have had an easier time, mm. but it was about us. And so talking well, is about, yeah, us. it's about us. And so sharing myself personally, not with these guys, but sharing Melanie's self was very weird. And, and it took me a while it was like it's a learning curve so now adding the video element that was like what now i gotta like comb my hair and like <laughs> look decent i mean i was gonna do look, it i even showered you guys on the weekend <laughs> i was gonna real. do it anyway but like whenever i wanted to you know so it it's added something even more i don't want to say professional because we are professional but i don't you should see the studio right now the, the connotation i don't want to put like we're oh we're so professional we're like right in that we know what we need to be doing we still like to have fun we're going to do the best that we can but we're not going to stress about it but don't they call well, that prosumer well i, I just remember maybe we, I don't we know. all went through our own little aaron was first when yeah. he put out that first episode i remember me and him were at the grocery store and he nearly yeah, had we a was, panic I was attack. there oh yeah we were yeah, all well, there. okay we were all there and then he's like i need we, we, we need to get home i need to take that down <laughs> yeah. i need to take that down i, I just shared like I my can't life do that man and I, yeah and and then he didn't and obviously let it roll and everything and then me and mel went through our own things because both of our jobs uh then and present like like people knew more about us than we wanted them to at first because we were very open and honest mm. and it was it was like oh and then as it grew we would run into people at shows which we've talked about that they would come up and be like oh and they, they would know so many things about us things that we had forgotten talking about and it's like a few times i was like how the hell do they know that and it's like oh because we put that out there yeah they're hearing that and now we've come to the point where you know anybody has been a listener for a while 
we share everything. Yeah, our we do. Medical problems, our how we're feeling, <laughs> our you know sometimes a little, TMI. Maybe yeah, a little TMI sometimes. I but, got a hemorrhoid the size of a grapefruit. But it's amazing because every time we do anything, especially when it's something like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have fucking shared that." Somebody, yeah, not yeah. just somebody. Usually, many people yeah. tune in and and give us feedback. Like, thank you for saying that because. I'm dealing with the same thing. Well, then that, that, that's one of the like greatest um, byproducts of doing the show is that like I, I mentioned the community a bunch of times, but it's like it, it gives us that um, assurance that we're all doing this life thing yeah. together and that like you're not alone if you puked in the trash can at the last show or you have fucking hemorrhoids or your hair's falling out or you have depression or you know whatever it's yeah. like and we found that that extends to all of our heroes and favorite artists oh, yeah. And stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> we're all just normal people living this life and doing the best we can and getting over obstacles well, one and of the dealing with some cool things what we were talked to maggie Rhodes during the pandemic mm. and aaron was mentioning how at one point during the pandemic he looked in his closet and was like what the fuck is this like who is this guy i don't even relate to him anymore and maggie was said the same thing she's like well imagine me i have a fucking closet full of costumes oh, shit. and i'm sitting here in my fucking apartment with my husband just what i'm gonna dress up every fucking night and like <laughs> it just it didn't make sense and so that kind of level like in the midst of like something big like the pandemic where we're we're all feeling isolated and sad and scared to share that kind of a deep um like aha moment it was incredible it yeah. was like it was like a soothing balm to the soul when nobody was having any kind of like solace in anything yeah i mean that's a a and whole other trippy part of all of this shit is like how through quarantine and 2020 and everything that happened with covid like this became essential oh yeah for us i'm not i'm not saying that no, no simple road is fucking essential <laughs> i'm <laughs> saying for us for well, us. think about like everybody just kind of remember back to 2020 or whatever when everything started <laughs> to like your vacation plans got canceled your concerts got canceled your work okay i'm got, done remembering all that, life got canceled. right yeah everything got canceled and then so you have fucking nothing to do you have nowhere to go nothing to do you can't visit anybody so our time on no simple road was our getting packed up and like leaving the house so to say so to speak like it was our time to kind of like get out of our pajamas and be in a space where we were doing something different something that mattered and like we threw a lifeline out to the outside and we were getting a response yeah that's that's the that's a trip that's still a trip to me that like i didn't grow up with technology man like it, no it, <laughs> no we did not i had the phone book and <laughs> and maps it just it, for like for bryce it just makes sense for your generation to like of course technology connects all of us of course that's how you do what you do but like seeing it happen in in that magical kind of a way when we're all like on our own islands and this thing that we started mostly by accident becomes a lifeboat for an entire community of people yeah including the artists that we look up to and love like 
it's a trip to think that any of those people that we've seen at shows are like, can we come on your show? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Now, right now. That was another huge, like pivotal shift for us in, especially for me, like in the importance of no simple road was in people started to ask to come on the show. Yes. I was like, what? Mm. They want to come on our show? Like, not that, like, it's not like I think that we do anything bad. I'm really proud of all the work that we do. It's just, wow, people know about it and they they feel like they're a match for us and they want to come on mm-hmm. and wow they've listened so they know what they're in for and they want to be on here <laughs> hell yeah they're in for an unscripted interview is well, what they're in for yeah well, and that did that that started happening quick like like we all kind of wonder especially during the beginning of like the, the pandemic thing is we're a live music podcast Aaron was like what the hell are we gonna do we didn't know that that didn't last very long it lasted mm-hmm. like about a month uh, of it. And, and then all of a sudden it turned into we were able to interview just about anybody we wanted to because everybody was at home, un- un- unprecedented ever. All the artists were at home. Nobody was going anywhere. And they were kind of settling in and reflecting on themselves, their home life. Yeah. Like we were like the whole world was the attention turned towards home, home wellness, personal wellness. And it ended up being we ended up start, starting to get some of just amazing interview. Yeah, man. We, I, if that hadn't happened, I, I mean, it prop maybe would have in the future we would have been able to get him, but I don't think we would have been able to get Billy String so easily, Dave or Dave Schools, Schools or Modesto. So busy or, yeah, touring. Yeah, those those names like those guys were sitting at home. Yeah. So I say for anybody that's um, watching right now who hasn't listened to the one person that's watching the, right now, whoever you yeah, are. Whoever thanks, you for are hanging out. Yeah, thanks for, um, but like those pandemic years episodes, I mean, I know we're still technically in it, but like that 2020, 2021, those interviews are a lot deeper than the 2019, 2018. And I, I don't know about all that deeper in a different way. It was, it was like, well, yeah. there, was a, there was a heavy more it was, it was heavy it was, there was a heaviness in the world so that they yes. were heavier yeah like in 2019 people are still excited and jovial and even though we, we're talking about heavy content there's still some light at the end of the tunnel yeah, the yeah, world was true. still open there we was no there was festivals. no tunnel yeah in 2020 and 2021 <laughs> it was just we're all shoveling shit and we don't know when we're gonna stop <laughs> i don't want to shovel yeah shit we were ha- at that point we were like happy to go to the grocery store once a week yeah, yeah. Like, so that was getting out so there's somebody in the comments big ups and he says this is so cool as an artist i know once you get the train started it doesn't stop <laughs> and that's why a lot of people have a bigger fear of success and the unknown rather than failure big ups for real though that i i know that the success part in my past has always been a harder pill to swallow than failing for me I, and I don't for me personally. Yeah, that's been that whole thing of like fear of success. If you would like ask me even three, four years ago, are you afraid of success? I would have instantly said no. Like, no, fuck no. Give me all of it. Yeah, do, bring I, it yeah on. Let's, let's do it. But let's succeed <laughs> as the show has gotten more popular and we've started doing more. It has uncovered the, the ways that I have been afraid of success in the past yeah we we cover it up so well yeah, man. we really have a knack humans have a knack for 
hiding in plain sight what our fear fears are. Yeah. And it, it's weird, too, because it was. Uh, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Covered up with action to the contrary. Mm. Does that make sense? Give me an example. Doing No Simple Road. Like, I don't want I, any I'm attention doing stuff. Well, no, I'm doing stuff to be successful whilst at the same time being afraid of success. Mm. Like, and, and, and then finding ways that I shoot myself in the foot on purpose so that I don't have to do the thing. Do you know, mm. it, I remember, you know, we're talking about the origins of the show and all that stuff. Like when Mel and I got that initial text from O'Teal, I remember feeling like, oh, fuck, he said he's going to do it. Now I have, we have to do it. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I asked for I it. I asked for this and I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. And what, oh, 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 oh. And, it, and, it, and the same thing with, we live podcasted from um, Summer oh. Meltdown. Oh, I and I was like, we'd fucking kill it at a, at a live podcast. Listen, I want to do a live podcast so bad. I'm going to pitch it to this, to this festival all cocky. And they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you guys do it. I was like, oh shit. Now I got to do it. <laughs> and, and I remember walking to the stage for that live podcast and my level of nerves, like I was so oh, fuck, it's terrifying. There was like six people there. So nervous. Well, there was like 50 people, but it was, it was pretty small. And we ended up having tears coming up out of that stage and well, like the and, amount of emotion. And that one too, that, that was one of the first ones too, where we realized like, like everybody up there, all the friends of Chris who built that stage for several years and stuff. He never got there. Like he doesn't really get recognition for this and doesn't really want it. He just likes to do his thing. And then we got him up on stage and it turned into such a fantastic interview that live and all of us in tears and it, it got emotional and it was like, Oh my God. And that this whoever big ups is thanks for commenting. Cause he put he, that other one. Can up? you put the one that the end doing stuff, the other one. Not that one, Bryce. Yep, that one. Yeah. Doing stuff like this becomes bigger in you at some point because it's for the people and not just a little secret circle. That yeah. that was what happened wow. at Summer Meltdown. It's, yes. it, it wasn't just us sitting on the porch anonymously putting yes. episodes out into the ether. There were faces in front of us yes. and it wasn't a secret anymore who we were and what we were doing. Yes. It was like we were out. That was fucking terrifying. I... Yeah. Like I said, I talk a big game. I was talking shit. I wanted to go do a live podcast. I thought we'd be good at it. And then they said yes. Mm -hmm. And it was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And I remember we had partied really hard the night before. And I was serotonin not having it that next day. Mm -hmm. And I remember standing in that forest, hugging Mel, crying, being like, I don't know if I could do this. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking shit. You were, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm sure you were, you were like, you can't yeah, do yeah. No, I think actually at that point you were like, I'm dealing with my own shit right now. <laughs> I think that's what happened. And I can't help you, man. You're going to have to figure we, it out. We all got to fucking yeah. come up on our own. Just figure it right out, now. baby. <laughs> well, okay. One of the best things about doing No Simple Road for me is having you and Apple as my parachute. Like that is the best thing because when I'm nervous or when I get too stoned or when I <laughs> any that any, never happens. Yeah, no. Never do that. Anything that like will affect me. It's like I have you guys that like Aaron will always like, okay, you know, kind of bring the horse back onto the road and then Apple will have some cool quip, you know, that he says, or some, you know, some research that he's done. And it just, has become such a great way to show and display our relationship. Well, yeah. And I'm going to date myself for, for those of you that know, if you ever saw the jerk, like with Steve Martin, he found his special purpose. And like, I really feel like that with no simple road. Like I fucking found what I'm supposed to do with my life. And because I'm like giving back to the thing that I'm supposed to be doing magic is happening around me and not because of me, but because I'm like, we all have like a certain space that we're supposed to fit in the world. We are a unique Lego piece that only fits in a certain few places in the whole wide universe. Well, and when you find that click spot for yourself, it puts the whole puzzle together around you. I remember early on, you know, you had to do a lot of convincing to me and Apple about like what it was, what we were doing and where we're going and stuff like that. And as the show went on, there was like pivotal moments for each one of us that were like, okay, I'm fucking in the game now I'm all in, you know, and that right there, having an anonymous energy pushing you to do something. That's a whole other live stream conversation. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's so hard and i'm just reading um big ups um uh comment comment thank you you guys are a great example of doing what you love and having a pure heart leads us all together like rivers to the ocean i mean we that's right we are doing what we love but at first it wasn't that it didn't seem that way it seemed harder to do well i think that's that's how it is with everything like i don't think anybody out the gate just has it together i don't know we've been doing this five years i still don't yeah there's still newness daily (laughs) (laughs) daily (laughs) you guys i knew nothing about technology and this week i feel like i've like i feel like you got the crash i feel like i'm an mit (laughs) i I think that's one thing i love about no simple road and what we do and everything is it's always gonna be raw oh it's always good that there's, you know, we're not like Aaron said it earlier. We're not striving for perfection or anything. We're you're we're not being whatever, us, dude. <laughs> she fucking get it. Okay, you were part of the show. You better. From- <laughs> well, I don't want to make you guys feel bad by pointing out my Sorry. perfectness. So, I, you know, I act like an idiot sometimes to oh, make you guys feel better. About that's yourself. what it is. All right, that, that's I get it. it yeah. And um, Cody's comment. First of all, Cody, you we love are, you, man. You're our. Lo- we love you, but that stuff like that cody said that he manifested us three too he literally did i've never been like 
like demanded to be a friend before. Nobody's ever, <laughs> nobody's ever. You're going to be my friend. Yeah, now. I don't recall ever that having something like that. And let me just say the amount of amazing souls that we've had come in through no simple mm-hmm. road changed our life forever. If we stop tomorrow, our life has been enriched it's more enriched than we so could have much. ever expected. I saw this yeah. morning, uh, a clip on Instagram of Jerry, talking to some interviewer and he was talking about playing music and and he i'm paraphrasing i memorized the quote sorry everybody um but he was like i can't believe that i get paid to do this like this is magic that i get to play music and i get paid for it i would be doing this whether i got paid for it or not like that's just a bonus the getting paid for it and i feel like that with listeners to the show we would be doing what we're doing right now anyway. I mean, minus the cameras and the lights and shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be doing this anyway, whether there was people listening or not. There just happens to be listeners yeah. that are interested in what's happening because we have the opportunity to have some amazing um, guests on the show. Yeah, we do. Right. And so I think that's how the, the real magic happens is like, when you're doing it because it's who you are and where you fit in the universe. Like and it's not so hard. It's not so I was going to say not so hard, but no, it's not that easy to find what you love because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're tuned off to ourselves. We're fucking bad childhoods or, you know, just trying to make money to live your life or family drama. So a lot of times you're not necessarily tuned into like, what you love to do no it i'm 26 years old it took me a long time to figure out you know what i want <laughs> I love, you guys wow. can't see this but the second aaron said that i'm 26 years old no i'm kidding i'm 50 it took me fucking forever to figure out what i want to do it literally like i said in the beginning of the show i i tried everything man i went to surgical tech school i like I said, all that shit. And it wasn't until moving up here to Oregon into the house with these guys that figured it out. And you know what? Without you guys out there listening, this thing would have never become anything. It would have just been anonymous. Been us and yeah, it, would have, it would have stayed a secret circle. Yeah. And yes. so... You know, if you've listened to the show, sometimes in the outros, the intros, you hear us talk about like how grateful we are to you guys for giving us the opportunity to do this. Yeah, like engaging with us and and writing in and stuff. I guess it it may come through audibly in our voices, but you can see my face now. Like it's it means everything to us. It it, no for real, man. Like it 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 really does. It. To have the opportunity to be a voice for the community that changed my life. Yeah. And and to have a platform in that community yeah. is fucking amazing. Please believe that the gravity of that thing is not lost on me at, at all. And and also the responsibility of that. Like it's fun, of course. It's a fucking blast to get to do this, but like that's a heavy responsibility, man. Yeah. That's like, that's no joke to be the voice of something that changes lives. That's fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. It, when we were at Skull and Roses a couple of weeks ago, 
um, we were interviewing Catfish John, and I can't remember which guy in the band said it, but he said the Beatles changed music, mm. Scott, and the Grateful Dead changed people. Yeah, that was Scott. Yeah, that, Scott that, that said that. I mean, you just let that fall on on your ears for a moment. Changing people is not an easy feat. You know, you try to be like change your husband or your wife or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids. No, it ain't happening. But when you can change somebody, inspire, I'll change it. When you can inspire somebody to change like the dead has done because of their music and the happiness that it brings and the, you know, connectivity and all of that. That's a, I mean, it's special. It's sweet. It's the nectar of life, you know? Uh, I just think about like, I don't even know if that's when I think back to my first show, I don't know if I was inspired by that to change. It was one person walking in the door and a different person walking out. I beg out. to differ. Inspiration. Think about what inspiration does. It's not one thing. I it's, just wanted to say moves you brightly. Moves, of course you do. <laughs> and you were. I was going to say, I'm glad Mel's saying it too, because like bullshit, you weren't inspired. Right? Thank you, You changed your life. You became a completely different person after that. Okay. And we're inspired okay. to go on the road okay. and to change you your changed life. You change your hair. You family. changed your life. You changed your clothes. Like You were that... inspired, young man, and you yeah. recognize. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Inspiration. Right <laughs> <laughs> on, Apple. I, I just wanted to say that. That's why I was just leading into that. Um, yeah. It, the gravity of the whole thing like, is not lost to me. All and right. Can I ask a question? Sure. I want all of us to answer it. But I'm going to start with the Apple since he always goes last. Top five no simple road moments. Oh, shit. Period. Top five. Whether it's a guest or an outing or something at home or something on the show, like top five no simple road. Top five. Okay. So the way my mind works is I'm going to get go. comfortable, everybody. Yeah. I'm going to go <laughs> chronologically. I would start with. Uh, O'Teal, our Christmas episode. That's when it really mm. kind of cemented like like this is possible to talk to uh, people that we admire and that we thought mm. were on the other side, that, that were on the stage and we were not part of that. Uh, number two would probably be, um, which one was that? That was 2018 when we went to High Sierra. That was our mm -hmm. first festival with the whole people have listened, the whole doo-doo limo story, all that. That was an adventure. <laughs> that was our first time ever going to a festival. First band we ever talked to live was Twiddle. Twiddle. I'll never forget that. Never. We were in, in the green hot room. little green room. Yeah. It was the and, best day of my life. <laughs> and, the, and that also rolls into, which these are all, they're not in order of importance, but that also at that time, which I'm sure is on your guys's, we got to sit down with Neil Casal. And that that at the time we didn't know what all that meant. That was amazing at the time, but what that meant with things that happen in life, that is something that will never be lost. Um, then after that, I would say then then it was probably uh summer meltdown that Aaron was just talking about when we did our first see, these are kind of like milestones yeah. too. When we first did a live podcast from that stage. Forget the name the of the forest stage. stage. The forest yeah. stage, which it was, was in the beautiful. middle of the forest with hammocks, and there, there was like so much dream catchers and, and yeah. the way that stage was built, and the family and community that built that stage and all the stuff around it. That that was another one. 
And then, well, I'm at four already, and that's still early on. I'd say, I mean, five is probably like where, where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening right now in the moment? Uh, yeah, us doing this, totally. and it's funny because this is number six. <laughs> I knew it. That's why I because, told you all to get comfortable. Because, well, because this is a, this is a, this is putting everything like kind of paraphrase it. Every time we do something, it's our new favorite. <laughs> Yes, which Apple. which is living in the yes. moment. Every time we go, yes. every time we go, each festival we go to, each show we go to, each person we interview, it's our new favorite because we love doing this so much. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, oh, it's my turn. You want to go last, babe? No. <laughs> you can go ahead. <laughs> so, so Aaron, what are your? Yeah. What are five? your top five, six moments? Of or, or now that no I'm thinking of, not even necessarily top, but like well, really I, I stand say that, out. Yeah, that's what, I, I, that's Apple, what I meant. Okay. We played a game not while a while back, where Mel had this magazine and it had like tables, like a whole bunch of tables. <laughs> and I just pick all the things you pick and she was like if you guys if you were a table which one would you be and she she opened the book and we would in our mind pick the table that we were and then we did it several different with several different like things. a lamp and a table. apple and i picked the same fucking thing every, every time. single time out of 50 different things we picked the same anyway you i'm gonna have to apple try and, and our twinsies is what he's trying to say you, stole my thunder you want me to go <laughs> no I, well that, that's why like mel threw me first because okay. a lot of times you still might you guys both but we all are <laughs> we're so different but so similar on things sometimes it gets to me and then it'd be 10 you got things. nothing left then it'd be 10 things later i'd be well, talking we've about 1100 plus episodes okay. to choose from all right, here we go. come yes. on so my first favorite no simple road moment besides all the five that apple already stole is a picture on the wall that actually that's behind us. You guys can't see it. It's, oh, and yeah. I've told the story on the show. It was the first time I took Mel to at the gorge to see fish. And there was like a turn on moment that happened. Like when Mel got fish and Apple actually fucking took a picture of it. I captured two of them. Yeah. I captured the one of Mel's face when she was laying on the hill looking at me. There's a whole series of those. And then the one it's, with it's the arms amazing. Up. So that that is even above O'Teal, above this, that moment of like, I, ever since we started going to shows again, like all I wanted for you was to get it. Like how I saw it. Like I wanted you on the bus. And it never, it was always like you would get on the bus and it stunk and you would get off. Like, <laughs> yeah, she'd go for the ride. Was, yeah, she'd, she'd go for the ride exactly. and then be like, okay, that was I, cool. Bus left. There's bus my, didn't come by. my stop. Yeah. And, but that night, the fucking bus came by and you got on. And I, it was a like, I saw it happen moment. And I like the energy of the music was like coming through you into me. And the picture is like Mel with her arms wrapped around my waist and my fucking fist in the air like, yes, it fucking finally happened after all these years. So that number one, best fucking yeah. thing ever. And a big thank you to Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, geez. Number two is hard. Uh, it, it's not a no simple road moment, but it is because it's us. Yeah. Right. Is tripping super hard at radiohead with you too oh 
that is a moment that it's definitely not that was a moment it's not but but it is that is a moment where we all walked out changed Changed. yeah we were different the better yeah and um uh i gotta take apple's thing doing the live podcast because like i said i was terrified to do it and it and it went so good you know it It went so good um (laughs) and how many is that that's That's three three. okay um i mean if that's all you got, no no i i got i got a couple more okay (laughs) well number four is being in new york city this past april and meeting listeners across the country from where we live that stopped us and said thank you for what you're doing we We love love the show that is just like holy fucking shit we are 2500 miles away from where we live and there's people that actually listen to what we do holy smokes um and then uh hmm. this is tough Oh, this is the, this is the one that brings it home. Yeah, because there's a lot of them, man. There's but a, there's so many, so many. I I have to, again, this, <laughs> this right now because love it. it but here's the thing, like <laughs> my dad, my dad was a TV producer. My whole life, I grew up around um, show business and cameras and lights and, and all that shit, and. uh Oh, fuck, I'm getting emotional. I just did. But that's what we do. Yeah. <clears throat> My dad passed away um, a couple of years ago in December. And <laughs> he would be so fucking proud. He is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He would be so stoked to see us doing this. And like to know that we're having fun and like using all the shit that he taught me. And um, so, yeah, this definitely. And to see us doing all together. I just want to chime in on what you're talking about your dad. You're crazy. This goes back to the thing your dad said early on when we were younger, did, did he say, say like, 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 you know, you can't really, you can't really, you know, trust friends and this oh, and that yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But then, I mean, me and Aaron have been in each other's lives for a long time and, he, it felt really good to me. You're also on your mom. Your mom did it too. It, like at points when we, as we got older, your we're like, we're like, wow, you guys are really lucky to have each other. Yeah. Like you found a friend that you can count on, that you can believe in, that does have your back. And to be here at fifty and fifty three, and then to have Mel in here as like our parachute, our guide, our life coach, our Reiki per like like maker. so many things. <laughs> it it's just we complement each other well. But my point of that is for your dad to recognize that. My dad as well. They came from a generation where you it was about, you know, like, like the, the American dream. Like you look out kid, for number one. The kids, the house, you can't trust anybody. Only you can take to recognize like you guys are blessed to have such a blessed friendship yeah. and brotherhood and sister. Yeah. My, it's so because of that, like stuff, this <laughs> stuff, <laughs> let me just boil it down to stuff. 
No, he would can, be stoked, man. And and I, I can hear him maybe be like, he's like, well, goddamn, you two fucking idiots made it work. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you three idiots would not you never call Mel would an never idiot. Never ever call Mel an idiot. Be like, oh, you did Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Thank God Mel came along, <laughs> fucking shaped you guys up. Yeah, you're, you're doing good, kids. Your turn, babe. Um. Well. One of the very um, first moments, I'm already emotional just listening to you guys, like, <laughs> I know, I get ta- like tearing up and everything. But one of the very first amazing things was having our grandson on the show oh, when yeah. he was days old yeah. and having Sydney and Adam and Jasper in on the show like recording our fucking life and like these incredible moments that are happening had nothing to do with music, but it did. And it also had nothing to do with the show, but it did. And that's one, a time where I felt like, wow, we're, what we're doing is so huge for our future for our right family, now. Yeah. Like it really kind of made a, a mark in in my life that like what we're doing is recording these incredible moments and Jasper is going to know who we are long after we're gone and he can go back on like May 21st and be like oh yeah they were here and it just it it was an amazing thought wow. to so that one um, listen to his mom and his dad and yeah. his dad's when band. We've old. had all that on. Like, yeah, wow. yeah. He he can get to know his grandparents just through No Simple Road. That's crazy. Um, my my second one is um, Terrapin Crossroads. Oh, I forgot. Um, oh. That to me was like because it was so important to the two of you. Like I had never been there when I when we live podcasted from Terrapin Crossroads, we live passed uh, live podcasted with the Higgs, and at that time the Higgs and us we were just so close and we loved them and we just had such a mutual kind of like love for each other and to be able to go to Phil's fucking place and live stream or live uh, podcast from the stage that the musicians that we love are playing on. It was a whole other level of uh, highness that I had never expected to get from the show. Mm. Um, And then just being there with the guys like before and after the show and just it, 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 it just felt like we were part of it. It wasn't it didn't feel like we were outsiders coming in. It felt as if we were part of the scene that we love so much just stepping on that stage in terrapin crossroads to do anything exactly being kidding me being invited to that table like we always said like come sit down at the table you're welcome one of my next ones is getting picked up from the airport (laughs) from big red one yeah when we went to denver to go to our first red rock shows and this was like back this, this past summer and we there was a million reasons why it was so special, but here we are, the three of us in a brand new city. These two yahoos go off to smoke like they usually do. And I'm like walking away from them, the opposite direction. And all I hear is Mel, Mel. And I look up and I see this beautiful Viking with fiery red hair, (laughs) you know, like, come on, Mel. You know, he's waiting for us and picking us up in a fucking strange city that we don't live in. We don't have, he doesn't live there either. He doesn't have lived there either. 
and he's picking us up, taking us to the Airbnb that he booked. It was just so many levels of gratitude for what was, I felt like a pinch myself moment, like, oh my God, we're getting freaking picked up to this beautiful house. We're going to this concert at Red Rocks that like, holy shit, we're going to Red Rocks to see Green Sky, which we were in circles around the circles sun. around this, like all this incredibleness. And so, yeah, that was it, it was just something in my heart that was so grateful for what we were getting. It really was mm, good. Good pick. Yeah. Because we both brushed our, and that that was so special to, I'm sorry, I got to chime in because the three of us got to share first time at Red Rocks together. Yeah. Yes. As us yes. and No Simple Road. It was, it so was like so special because of that. Um, another moment um, was when Rain Riser, Jess, came to visit. <laughs> and I picked that because that was like something like specifically for me, like the show I always like, Oh, that's Aaron's show or Aaron. And I, I always felt like that. I don't feel like that anymore, but come like in the years, you know, before I felt like that, I was like, Oh yeah, that's Aaron's thing. And so having a listener reach out to me and like befriending me on a, on a side note aside from the show and wanting to come out and spend time with me was it i just couldn't believe it like why why like i get it i get why but also like why you know it and just, isn't that that yeah you guys did the camping trip yeah we did it yeah we had we had made these beautiful plans we went on a camping trip we went horseback riding we freaking visited apple at the dispensary like we just had such an amazing girl time it was the best and the best part about it was that I have never met her before. She never met me before. But when we came together, we were laughing like, you know, high school homies and joking and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that for me, it kind of made our listeners real. You know, yeah. I know that Cody was already there and there's like a lot of our, our people. No, but it there, made but it like, real for you. Yeah, because here we have a woman in Florida freaking you know the keys who like she don't freaking know us but she wants to fly to oregon the exact opposite terrain and come hang at like kick yeah, it to, like, to pick as one of your vacations to come see yeah, us yeah it was like, like super special <laughs> to me and i'll never forget that and i am always grateful for that yeah. um so yeah wow and yeah these see there's like all is these, that it you no that i have four? i have no, one more okay. i was just gonna say hey jason yeah we are growing up. i know hey buddy D -D -D -D. love you um <laughs> it's so the thing is is like any shows that we've gone to and we've seen the ables or the raverts or cody like i guess i'll pick this one just because it's on the fresh in my mind meeting rj in person at the chase center in san francisco oh yeah was another highlight rj is well the first time we met him was where in vegas for yeah, um, for, yeah. yeah for well okay so well i i mean at this time in san francisco okay um we were aaron our apple wasn't with us it was aaron and i and cody and brie and we were at the new chase center that they just finished and it was we had seen rj like beforehand before the concert they were live podcasting um osiris was but it was in the middle of the show everybody's eyes are three times bigger than they normally are hmm. 
And we were walking to, you know, get a drink or go to the bathroom. And next thing you know, I just see RJ and he didn't see me at first. And so it was kind of cool to kind of sneak up. And next thing you know, he turns around and sees us and it was like, what? And I could just repeat that story that seeing somebody like that a a million times in different concerts, Mm. like seeing XYZ at, you know, in in Eugene, seeing so-and-so in friggin' Denver, like all of that stuff, like seeing the family out there, the no simple family out there and getting to like cut a rug with them on, um, you know, at the shows or getting to like hug and cry with them or like high five. That's it for me. That's the medicine of no simple road. That's the magic of no simple road. That's the, the meat of no simple road. And it's my favorite thing that we do was meet and share the the love of music with the family agreed wow mel 100 mel's mel's five are my my new favorites now <laughs> after ours because <laughs> you did you picked up on a moment like a few moments that like can cross a like terrapin like you said it was so important to me and aaron and we just brushed like we didn't neither one of us picked that one and to hear what that meant because to we- you and, and to hear now and what you just said to the meeting people that has gotten even more intense since the world has come back yes since we've been getting out there because now we hear it's like thank you for being there for that like two years of weirdness we were a constant for people just think if if anybody out there that means so yeah if anybody out there can imagine receiving like now everything is through email but just imagine if you go into your mailbox and you pull out these letters and they're like Thank you for what you're doing. You helped me through a hard time. And there's 50, 60 letters that are coming a day. That's a big fucking deal. That's a lot of energy coming toward us. Yeah. And that's something I never um, counted on or, or thought about. Yeah, it was never yeah. something that came into my head. Yeah, for sure. so here we are getting all of these like beautiful reminders of what we're doing is great. And I just want to thank everybody out there. <laughs> You should. I wish you guys could that see. That is the man. thing ever. She's trying to. There's a bulldog here, everybody. <laughs> and bulldogs have little short legs. She's trying to get an itch that she just can't get. And it's the cutest, but also like I, I feel for her. It really is oh, cute. Wow. Anyway, not to belittle Mel. <laughs> yeah, always. The dog took over. Uh, always. My one thing that I hate about No Simple Road is getting inter- interrupted through serious like sentimental moments it happens but then Always. it turns out that just made me cry more because i was starting no. to get emotional and then i laughed and now it's back to emotional no, it's, it's like it's true it's it's, it's life it's it life it's live it's now totally too. yeah okay we'll do it live so thank you for listening to our yeah our moment hanging out with us today man you guys are the best and so look this is the first one it's rough we know whatever it we're figuring smooth. it out no yeah absolutely it went really smooth um like this like butter <laughs> and it was like a reintroduction introduction but type. we're gonna yeah. be doing all kinds of stuff um we actually are i'm not gonna bore you with the no, equipment yeah we're gonna have a way to bring you we're gonna do a tour of the house with you guys we're gonna um we're gonna, we're gonna cook some food together and, and please and, and give us suggestions we we've had one listener that gave us a whole lot of oh, suggestions wow. right now it's gonna have a question wheel that we're like holy shit okay those are all dope ideas so. and definitely thank you to everybody jason um we are all grown up now thank you for acknowledging that because you out of anybody 
should know how much you specifically, Jason, has impacted the show for the better. Dude, Jason single-handedly changed the format of our show. Yeah. Think yes. about that with a comment. And Audrey single-handedly made us more aware, aware of, of our mouths. Of, uh, yeah. And well, <laughs> like, you know, when you're on on the camera, you can't be picking your nose, your ear, your crotch. You can't you do that, can. right? Well, you can. It just won't be favorable. Well, when you're not well, on air, you're only audio what you're what's coming out of your mouth is much more important and we don't realize that so we're like slapping our gum or like sucking on a mint and like <laughs> drinking a fucking icy beverages or slurping our cold hot coffee like okay, that was me come on so that the the ables have really helped to step up our game in so many ways yeah, and then cody thank you for acknowledging the room like it has We've worked hard on it. Aaron has worked hard on it. We, Apple and I have worked hard on it. We just try to figure it out. Um, yeah. Try to figure it out. Wow. I'm all emotional. I got all verklempt. Yeah. Uh -huh. We all did. I think we all shed a tear. Hey, too. everybody say thanks to Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. For, for manning the, the control panel Thank today. You, Bryce. Thanks, Bryce. Love you, buddy. Um, and little Leia for technical Oregon support. What's so we're going to be back soon i'll let you know stay tuned to instagram yeah and, we're going to twitter what um orange sunshine said oteal's coming in the fall and yes we are yes, going we, will we have there. our tickets um but uh shit i forgot what i was saying what was i saying help me out guys no one was listening shit. you were you were talking about yes we're going to be doing like what we're doing it sounded sound no. like you were okay, going so somewhere. you don't know either it sounded like you're going somewhere in the direction of like yeah we're going to be gonna doing, be doing, doing this. More oh, of this i got it it's back um, next week we're going to do, uh, an interview on here with win, win, Ooh. uh, live stream. live stream. So stay tuned to Instagram and Twitter. That's where I was for when that's going to happen. I'll put that up. Um, and yeah, if you have, like they said, if you have we ideas, um, on content for this new phase of our life, Throw it our way, man. We're yeah. open to suggestions. We're new at it, so we're wanting this to do different shit, different like stuff. I, I just realized here, like, like now, I'm starting to use the screen and realize what you're. I could do like this, like on the graphic. Listen to No Simple Road. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh. <laughs> yeah, right there, right there. See, see you oh. there. No, yeah. thank, uh, thank you. Yeah, everybody. big up. I don't know who you are, but thank you so much for being so engaged today and for sharing. You've and got Oregon Sunshine. Yeah, Oregon Sunshine. Everybody, um, so appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with more stuff and things. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Smile at a stranger. Safety Love yourself. Third. Love one another. And, yeah. and keep your dog from wiping its butt on your carpet. Because Although it is funny. It is funny. And listen to No Simple Road. Yeah, do yes. that. We love you guys. We'll see you later. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. 
Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.